Welcome to my basement, everybody. Man, this job of mine has afforded me some incredible opportunities like this one, where I get to speak with the art director and the character art director behind Pixar's Luca. I love this movie. It's absolutely beautiful. And you can watch it right now on Disney+. Plus. But if you don't have a subscription, the movie is available to purchase digitally on 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray or regular Blu-ray. And it's a keeper. Absolutely stunning film. Let's get started with the podcast, but first, a shout out to our sponsor at the Gaming Stadium. They are Canada's leader in online esports tournament facilitation. They've got tournaments happening every single weekend, and you don't want to miss out on the fun. You can find out about them at tgs.gg. We have got two wonderful guests from Pixar who have just crafted the movie Luca for us. They both also happen to work on Soul, so uh, two wonderful gifts to Disney Plus viewers out there. We've got Paul Ab and we have Deanna Marsiglis. Talk to me a little bit about uh, the project of Luca as it was presented to you. What did you want to achieve with this movie? Um, I, I love that Luca takes place in the Italian Riviera. Uh, personally, I've never been there, so this was a great introduction for me to kind of get a taste of what it feels like to be, um, you know, in the and that very charming, beautiful side of Italy. Um, and um, at the time when I joined, uh, you know, the team was already going strong in production. Um, and it was really just my job to carry out the vision that our production designer, um, Danny Shrizleva, uh, alongside Deanna, um, our character art director, and everybody else on the team to really just finish the film and get it out to, to folks around the world. Awesome. Deanna, uh, your last name is Italian. So Italian is a part of your background, your heritage. Was that yeah. part, part of the pull on, on working on this film for you? Yes. That was the pull, I, I, mm. I would say. I mean, along with the bonus of having an incredibly talented crew around me, um, sure. and the opportunity to learn so much, but it, it was a huge pull for me. When, when Enrico uh, announced that he was going to be directing a film that took place in Italy, everything in me was like, I have to be on this film. I mean, there's no way I can let this opportunity pass. I mean, my family is Italian on both sides, so it's really colored my world experience. And uh, it was an opportunity for me to really dig down into my own experiences and my own roots um, and, and to put that forward in the work. So it became very personal. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's wonderful and, and it felt authentic as well. You know, it felt like we really traveled there and it, Italy means a lot to me. Uh, I, I was married in Italy, in, in Venice, and uh, I celebrated uh, a, a pretty big milestone birthday. We don't have to talk about that milestone right now, but uh, in the Amalfi Coast. And uh, I, it's, it is, it's magic on this planet, isn't it? And you guys captured that in the movie. How, how does it feel for you to see the, the, the finished, I, I guess, homage to Italy in Luca? For me, it was kind of a, a mix of feelings. Um, yeah. One was relief because when you're <laughs> in it, no, truly, because when you're in it and you're working and your head's down and you're collaborating, I feel like a lot of it is being creative, but also taking risks. And as you're going, there's a lot of problem solving. You don't know if the decisions you're making are going to pan out. I mean, it, it's all just a leap of faith. Yeah. So to see it all come together uh, and so beautifully, is amazing, fulfilling, and also a relief. We did it. Um, and again, it's it's it was a very personal film for me. So a lot of pride, you know, to be able to share this with the world and with my family. It's an incredible feeling. 
Yeah. That's awesome. Paul, you, you um, I had to kind of craft a world that felt fantastical, but familiar as well. Uh, what kinds of challenges did that present to you and to the other, you know, artists that focused on the world building of Luca? I wasn't able to join the team when they went out to, 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 to do the research trip in Italy. Um, mm. But thankfully, they did such a great job capturing, you know, the the look and feel of everything. And, and they took a lot of great footage and, and photographs. And, and so um, it was really, you know, my responsibility, part of my responsibility to, to translate that on screen. And a lot of that comes from um, not only creating um, concept artwork, but also like working with the sets department um, and, and everybody in the art team to make sure that we um, capture the feeling and that that essence of what you know the Italian Riviera means. Um, one of the things that you know, obviously, we can't take everybody to Italy, right? So yeah. uh, we really take pride in our research and and really the homework that we're doing, so that when you watch the film, like you have that same feeling that you know, all of us who who went there, um, you know. So it's it's really um, a joy to to kind of work through that and 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 again, like Deanna. Um, had mentioned just to see it all on screen um, together. Um, it's just so breathtaking that we, um, and even until now, we can't believe that we achieved something, <laughs> you know, like that, that beautiful. So yeah, credit to the team for sure. I, I have a, pandemic. I, I, oh, yes, yeah, during a pandemic for sure. Yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that. But I have a, 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 um, a recruitment idea for uh, you to pass on to the executives over there. Um, uh, Pixar Italy. <laughs> or Pixar Amalfi Coast. Don't you think you'd be able to grab a whole bunch of different uh, artists from all over the world? <laughs> you know, I, I'll admit this idea came up uh, more than once. Because <laughs> we, we, we went into the pandemic, we were all working from home, and we were like, I mean, at this point, what's the difference? We, we could just all <laughs> we go could over be there. In a, right. Different and lunches though. would be so much better, right? Oh, yeah. So fresh. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, well, let's talk about this, you know, pandemic scheduling. Soul, you, you both also worked on, but that was made to be a summer 2020 movie, and then it shifted over, right? So you guys were probably wrapping up Soul as the pandemic was just starting to really get going. Actually, I just wrapped off of uh, Soul and had like a, a couple, a few weeks off. And then I immediately jumped to, to, to help out on Luca um, at the beginning, actually just around March, just before lockdown. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, one week we're, we're doing art reviews and then the next week it's like, you know, everything's at home. We're all trying to figure <laughs> things out. Um, so it was, uh, for me, oh, uh, my time on the show was really 90, 99% um, at home. <laughs> And dealing with That's, internet. <laughs> yeah. That is so wild. Was Pixar ready for that? I mean, it's such a collaborative studio, I would imagine. Were you guys prepared for this huge transition? I mean, it's really tricky. I I will say like the 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 lockdown or 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 you know, the work from home situation coincided with me transferring from the art department into animation. Mm. So art character-wise was predominantly done in the studio, normal art rooms, collaboration, warmth, really nice, you know. Um, and then I move into a new department where I don't know anyone. Oh, no. And we start working from home. Oh, <laughs> so, man. And I was, I was very intimidated, of course. I mean, wow, I have no rapport with these folks, really. And, and now we have to build it over the computer. Um, but I was really pleasantly surprised 
it, it took a, a minute for all of us as a crew to hit our stride, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But that warmth still comes through. You know, I, I feel like when you're working with such awesome people, and I can say for a fact that the folks working on this film loved this film. It just, yeah. you could feel the love. Everyone was so in it um, and believed in it so much. And I, I feel like we all shared that and uh, we loved each other's company, even from home. So yeah, yeah. It, it worked out. I, I just got to give a shout out to, you know, the really the unsung heroes, um, you know, for Pixar, like our systems folks, our, our, our folks who really work behind the scenes. No one knew what was going to happen, but thankfully it was because of their hard work that we were able to transition seamlessly uh, as we could um, working from home and, and finishing this film. And I got to say like the, um, like Disney Plus really just launched just before the pandemic. And so the, the 2020 was such a massive year for Disney in total, but Disney Plus as an idea and the constant onslaught of crafted work that was coming out of Disney's different studios, like really necessary you know in a world where we're all cut off from each other and and uh you know we needed to escape to escape into our imaginations you know we we turned to video games and we turned to uh our streaming services and disney really delivered and you guys really delivered like both soul and both and luca luca i think especially because it feels like you're on vacation when you watch the movie yeah yeah but but i think that was partially uh the intent was, was yeah. to make something so beautiful it just takes you away you know um and it, it was really wonderful to be able to visit as, as paul uh mentioned earlier to visit porto rosso every day and to go yeah. to italy in our work um and the research was an absolute joy because everything you're looking at is just beauty on top of beauty on top of beauty you know so when there's a real you know, North American comedic sensibility around the film, but there's also an authentic Italian streak all the way through it. And you've got some unbelievably good uh, Italian actors and performers. And what was it like to animate to that and really transport us like that? Well, I mean, casting, I can't take credit for. There are geniuses in place that do all of that. And of course, yeah. the actors themselves. Um, animation wise, uh, again, we have brilliant animators who do a ton of research um, and put everything they have into these sequences. Uh, it's actually amazing to watch them work and build the shots. Um, animation wise, when I was in Italy, uh, one contribution that I did make there research wise was I stalked people. I know that's a weird thing to say, but <laughs> I just, I observed them. I observed yes. them. Um, and took a lot of uh, video and sketches and photographs. And I did compile that reference for the animators to use later on. I tried to capture as many gestures as I could. And we did try to be very specific, um, not just uh, to Italians, but to Ligurians, you know, what was very specific about that region. Mm. So um, yeah, and animators take all of that. They do some of their own research. They do a lot of their own research and um, we collaborate together. And of course, Enrico Casarosa is Italian himself guiding yes. the show. So yes. um, yeah, there you go. That's awesome. Do you, do, when you're out there, do you do you flash the Pixar badge or do you go, you know, undercover? How do you undercover. do it? <laughs> Undercover. Undercover. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't want to call too much attention to you. No. Um, uh, Paul, can you tell me, you know, 
the the juxtaposition of the worlds, right? We have this underwater world with its own cascade of different characters, and then we have this really colorful on land world. Is it a different process to kind of, you know, build to that, or is it the same ideology and the same philosophy and the same kind of disciplines? Um, I would say something very similar to what our character design, designers do um, in any other department. Uh, I think it really comes down to understanding like the roots and like message of the film or who this character is, Luca. And um, as, as we all know, for those who've seen it, is really the you know Luca is really centered around um, Luca and and his perspective as a child discovering the world before him. As he yeah. progresses and, and creates friendships and discovers life, um, you know, in, in that way, and so there's a certain curiosity, a, a childlike curiosity that we try to imbue in the set design, um, where, for example, the colors are just tuned up just a tad to make it feel more saturated, to to you know emphasize that feeling of summer and and, and sunshine, um, and uh, you know to make the experience of being in Puerto Rosso. Uh, that much more, um, you know, fantastical for Luca. You know, we intentionally like underwater made the colors a little bit more, uh, you know, cooler in temperature, a little bit more monochromatic, so to speak, so that when he's above the surface, it's mm -hmm. like all the colors are hitting him. Um, so that just makes the emotional journey that much more impactful. Um, so when um, also just to say, whenever we're designing something underground or uh, underwater. Um, it has to complement um, what's happening um, above uh, above art too, so um, it's not just an isolated thing. I just want to ask Paul if he's got a favorite sequence in the movie. Oh, there's so many, but the one that really stands out um, was the, the the dinner scene, Massimo's dinner. Um, yeah, yeah. Also, it, is, it involves pasta, which I <laughs> had a little <laughs> contribution to. to to kind of designing and, and the research for that, let me tell you, was super fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And Deanna, I cut you off there. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. I, I just, I wanted to compliment what uh, Paul was saying with, with what's happening on the character side. It's looking into the broad themes of the film. And um, one theme that Enrico and Daniela kept repeating was this feeling of um, story, well, the storybook quality Mm. Um, that manifests through like a playful, childlike feeling. Um, and on the character side, that meant a lot of bold, simple shapes. They're yes. deceptively simple, I would say, um, but complemented by really rich textures. You know, um, we would always say feeling the hand of the artist. Mm. Instead of making everything computer perfect, we wanted an organic irregularity, imperfection that added a lot of charm. Um, to the is, uh, film. Is that something that Pixar works on and has worked on, you, you know, throughout its history? It feels like Pixar edges towards that more and more with <laughs> with each film that you you create for us. You know, I, I, we, we forget the computer, right? I think that's been the idea from the beginning is to not see the, the computer modeling, but to get lost in, in the worlds that you craft for us. I mean, I, I feel like the art direction of a film, um, it ebbs and flows. There's so many variables. It depends with, sure. you know, it depends on what the director wants, what their vision mm -hmm. is, what they're mm -hmm. comfortable with, how far they're willing to push. Um, it also, you know, 
depends on the playfulness of the story. But I do think that earlier on, the focus with computers was, ooh, how realistic can we make it? Right. Super impressive, you know, can, right. can we can we replicate reality? And now we're kind of like, well, can we challenge the technology to go for, to, to exaggerate, to caricature, so that sure. we're focusing more on, well, maybe this wood doesn't look hyper-realistic, but does it feel like wood through the caricature? You know, yeah. so now we're just playing with style, which I love. There's so yeah. much beautiful art from Italy. Was that also a, a challenge to, to your team as well? Was like, we have to not only recreate this this world, but, you know, honor you know, this, the foundational art that, that has come from this country in a way. Paul? <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, the, the one thing that comes to mind, um, like a lot of like the very like beautiful, like mid-century, like Italian, Italian, like poster art, like even yeah. just like in that that in itself, like the graphics that conveyed in those uh, totally. pieces are already charmingly like simplified and caricatured, and they've in in some ways like solved that problem for us. So it was just a matter of like, how do we capture that feeling into our film, and how do sure. we make that relevant uh, into our visual language? Um, so that was you know a very useful um, uh, resource for us to look at too. How much did Vespa love this movie? Like the Vespa people must just adore. Like they probably have Luca running in all of their showrooms around the world right now. Did you hear from the Vespa folks? No idea. I'm sure they love it though. How could you not? How could you not? What I love about the, the Vespas in our film is that there's such amazing storytelling devices, right? You have totally. Minimalis, which is like red and shiny, you know, freshly waxed, beautiful, you know, and then you have um, the turquoise rusted one outside of the mechanic shop that the boys see and think is beautiful. Then you have all the, those like weird Vespas that they build together out of found parts. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. such an amazing uh, prop. Right. Yeah, it's totally. really not a prop. It's a character. The Vespas are yeah. characters in the film. Yeah. So very cool. And endemic to the to the culture and and what we romantically recognize from Italy, which worked beautifully. Do you, do you have favorite characters? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm partial to Julia. I think she's awesome, energetic, and uh, you know, smart and empathetic, but stands up for herself. You sure. know, uh, I love. She's a spark, and and uh, she has a lot of strength. So I love her fierceness. I also really have a soft spot for Alberto, not just because he collects vintage and found items, which I can relate to, but, um, <laughs> but uh, he, he's just so um, sweet. And the fact that he tries to affect his, uh, uh, affect a little bit of arrogance, even though he's vulnerable inside, um, yeah. that makes me love him a little bit more, even more. Yeah. Interesting that Luca needs both of them to kind of become the young man that he becomes in the movie, right? And throughout that summer, yeah, it's lovely. That's and Paul. Do you have do you have favorites? Yeah, um, I mean, similar to Diana, but also for uh, Alberto, um, just like his his little mannerisms, like really get me. Like just yeah, every scene, I feel like he's always like picking at his teeth or like his toes. <laughs> Um, and again, credit to the animators or whoever came up with those um, that, those specific characteristics. It just it just makes them feel 
that much more alive and believable. And, and in some ways, I, I I feel like I do that too. So I'm like, oh, hey, I kind of oh, yeah. <laughs> see myself in, in his little mannerisms. But also just like, um, you know, um, yeah, just the way he he, he uh, compliments and, and, and kind of, um, you know, encourages Luca to, to look at the world uh, differently uh, was something that I really gravitated towards. So um, yeah, Alberto is very layered uh, in that way. <laughs> Well, I, I loved all of those characters, and it really got me when Luca called Alberto Sir. When he said Sir, I was just <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God, the guy is just yeah. pure, you know, just love him. Um, have you heard from Italian viewers? Have you heard from, have you had got Italian fan mail? Or, and and, and t please tell me about that. I've heard from quite a few uh, Italian folks, and uh, they love it. I have not That's heard awesome. one negative thing. Mind you, I was waiting for my family to see it. I was kind of like, okay, let's see what they say, you yeah. know, and loved it. I mean, everyone was just um, touched and I, I feel like the film just, um, it uplifts you. Everyone was just so um, pleased and excited, so. It was wonderful to speak with both of you. Please express my gratitude to your uh, to your team members. I can't wait to see what you concoct for us next. Um, I think every country in the world is probably going to be a little envious and want a Pixar movie based <laughs> around their locale. I think we have a Canada one coming next year, right? Set in Toronto. Yeah, Turning Red takes place in Toronto. Yep, very yeah, very good. I'm in I'm in Vancouver, so that, that that's terrific. Oh, I'm Canadian. Awesome. I'm Are you Canadian? Well, I was born in Windsor, Ontario, but uh, went to school in Toronto. So I was there for quite a while before moving to San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Well, uh, wonderful to meet both of you and congratulations on, uh, on Luca and continued success with Pixar. Thank you. Disney and Pixar also let me speak with the story supervisor on Luca. His name is John Hoffman. John, it is terrific to meet you. I uh, watched the movie the other night and was absolutely oh, astounded. Um, congratulations on the movie. Why don't, why don't you tell us a little bit about what Luca is about? Luca is about a little sea monster boy who lives uh, in the ocean and kind of dreams of going above the surface. And he ends up meeting uh, another sea monster boy like himself named Alberto. And this amazing friendship and bond occurs and they decide that they want to go to the uh, human world and end up having the summer of their lives. Uh, Italy is one of my favorite places on earth. My, I had my wedding there and oh, wow, I had a nice. big birthday there and it was it really does feel like a trip to the country. Um, was that something that you researched at Pixar? Did you have to travel as a collective to go and kind of get the feel of uh, Italy or or were you just able to watch a lot of movies and get influence from that? Uh, it was a, a mix of, a, 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 of all of those actually. Uh, our mm. director Enrico Casarosa is originally from Genoa, Italy. So oh, wow. he was obviously grew up there, grew up on the Ligurian coast. So he was a wealth of uh, information and, and uh, quite a resource. Um, the, some of the art team and the director were able to do a research trip there. Uh, and so I was able to kind of go through all of that. I wasn't able to go on the trip, but, uh, be able to go through all the footage that they shot and all of the photos. And then just, you know, looking at the, uh, all of the stuff you can find online was a, a, a big part of my 
uh, research working on this. And then we also watched a lot of Italian films. Awesome. Uh, talk to me about the, the specific work that you did for Luca. What, what, was, what were some of the tasks and some of the uh, uh, contributions that you made to get this film made? So I'm the story supervisor on Luca, and uh, that involves a couple of different things. One is I supervise the uh, team of story artists that draw all the storyboards for the movie. And that yep. also means that I do a lot of uh, drawing storyboards as well. And then I also uh, work with the writers and the directors to kind of craft the story and help help with the writing and sort of blocking out uh, what the story is and 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 how uh, how to make it uh, play better. Um, and then I also do a, a fair bit of work in editorial where we're doing quick little drawing fixes and stuff like that for the reels that we put up. How long is that process to kind of nail down the script and and you guys? Yeah, I'm sure there's a like a suite of green lights that have to happen in order to put a movie of this scale right. into production. So, is it something that's you are able to change up to the you know the the final frame basically? To a to a certain extent, yes. So um, typically, and and each movie at the studio is different, but typically. Sure. A movie is in development for six months to a year, and that's usually the director sort of trying to figure out what the story is that they want to tell, pulling from their personal experiences and just sort of trying to figure out what they want to say. And when a movie comes out of development, there's a script, and then we bring a story team on and editorial, and we uh, put together what we call real. So we uh, break this, break the whole story into these segments called uh, sequences. And we basically yep. draw like a moving comic book of the entire movie. And then we get those up in a few months and we screen it to the uh, studio and to the bosses and everything. And we get a ton of notes and then we rip the whole thing apart and we rewrite the movie and we <laughs> redraw the movie and we do that you know, eight or eight or more times uh, to get the final product. Um, and so, you know, at once, once the movie goes into story, which is when I started on the movie. So I was on the movie for three and a half years. So that'll give you a little uh, sense. And then okay. uh, we get sort of a certain number of screenings where we're just drawing boards and that's, and that's all it is. There's art teams sort of starting to design stuff and everything. And then production starts and that's when everything starts being made and created in the computer so slowly those sequences that we broke the movie up into start getting approved and they go into production which means they go to layout which is figuring out camera and the blocking of the characters and then it goes to animation and then rendering and lighting and all of these things and so once the movie is in the computer we can't really change too much at that point yeah, so yeah. and we sort of lock the story in different order we don't kind of go front to back um like the the beginning of the movie i think was the last thing that was approved so we sort of jump around of like all right this is working now we need to work on this section and get this going and so it's like that there's little tricks you can do uh to kind of like 
tweak dialogue and sort of try to fix story that way, but we can't do big sweeping changes once it gets in the computer. Yeah, I would imagine. The, the kids are incredible in this film. Like you really feel for them and the friendship that Luca and Alberto have is just beautiful. I love that Luca calls him sir. That just got me. It was just so, it was so, um, it was it was like Charles M. Schultz, you know? I just That's had, great. It was like an incredible callback. I love that. And uh, uh, Julie? Oh, Julia. Julia. Yeah. Julia, she's amazing as well. But one thing that really stru stuck out are the Italian actors and the voices that you had in there. I guess that was a really important element mm -hmm. as part of the production. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they worked really hard on trying to cast uh, Italian actors. Um, and that, that was sort of difficult unto itself of finding, um, you know, uh, actors that we have less exposure to over here in, in uh, North America. Um, yeah. and so, uh, and then the pandemic sort of made that even more difficult as far as, you know, Italy was under different restrictions than we were and how are we going to get sure. people in recording booths and how do we get the recorded stuff, you know, into the studio and into the movie. And so, yeah, it became, it became pretty complicated, but, uh, uh, I love the cast of this movie. They just cast some really incredible talents all like across the board. 100%. And what was really impressive too is that you have, you know, a North American leaning comedy beats that are happening, but you have clearly an Italian sensibility and an Italian, uh, you know, perspective on the delivery, mm -hmm. but everything meshed. Everything really, really worked. So yeah. we had, um, yeah, thank you. Uh, that was definitely a team effort, you know, Italian director uh, helped immensely and then we also had uh kind of an internal italian trust at the the studio of other uh people that were from italy that were kind of helping with making sure things were authentic and and had that uh feel it talked to me about uh plotting the race sequence because that's like a pivotal element within the film without giving too much away yeah. um it has to be thrilling but it it's also serving a a real story purpose as well right we really yes. kind of see characters make profound decisions during that race yeah was that hard to you know conceive and 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 piece together it was it was incredibly it was incredibly hard and and uh you hit the nail on the head it was the the character side of it was the most important part and that was the that was the hardest part to get uh sort of to get working in that in that section um again we'll keep it spoiler free but uh you know i think you can craft an exciting uh an exciting race an entertaining race you know there's pasta eating in this race and swimming and sort of all these great summer activities riding a bike and all of that but what it comes down to is you know what does your main character want what does your main character need and how do you put obstacles in the way of that and make it as entertaining and, and emotional as possible and that was hopefully what we achieved with that race that's awesome what, what I, you've been at pixar for a number of years what does the company mean to you what what, what makes pixar special for you um ooh, good question i think i think it honestly is the the people just the uh everyone i work with is really nice and um but i and you know great to work with but i think the the thing that kind of separates it is just sort of i've never worked at a place before that has um the passion for just making the best movie they possibly can and 
it's constantly, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. We have to make it better. We have to make it better. And just that, that kind of drive to just make the best, tell the best story we possibly can is super inspiring and just really great to, to be around. And, and, uh, you know, I've grown so much and learned so much as a storyteller, just from being in that environment. Well, I got to tell you, man, I, to watch Soul on Disney Plus, you know, a few months ago and now to get uh, Luca, it, you guys are helping through this pandemic in some pretty magnificent ways. Good, Congratulations. I hope so. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I loved Luca. Thank you so much. Thank you.